I went to America with my papa, Archbishop Duncan Williams. I got to interact with his second daughter, Ella. I went to preach in Baltimore for Ella and the husband, David King. I sat with Ella in the office before I went in to preach. Ella was talking to me about leadership. And I'm listening to my younger sister talking to me about leadership. Ella was talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. Later on, I called Papa. But that day, I preached in the meeting. The power of God felt them. When we read that book, we shall add them. Power was all over my sister. I laid hands on her. Prophesied on her. I said, the world is waiting, waiting for you. I said, you know what? That your father's anointing for prayer. You carry that anointing. And later on, I told Papa, I said, Papa, I sat with my sister. Close range. And I told her, do you remember when we used to come to your house? You used to look at my children and say, why are they so lean? Don't they eat? I think she's the one who used to say that. She said, yeah, they told her that thing. And she heard me say it once, once, once or twice. But I spoke to my younger sister and I said, I said, you know what? You carry an anointing. Later on, I was telling Papa, I said, Papa, put your eyes on Ella. You know, God gave me a privilege because, you see, I spoke to Ella in Baltimore. When I sat in the plane from Accra to go to um, London for the first time, I sat with Joel, Archbishop's first son, in the same plane he was sitting in front of me. I was sitting behind him. And we had a chat and bonded. I could read him. And I read the daughter. And I can tell you that man is blessed. That man of God is blessed. Because you see, I'm like, if this is the man's son. But I was impressed by Joel. Is somebody being blessed by what I'm sharing? That is why. As far as I am concerned, the most anointed woman on earth is not Marilyn Hickey, Juanita Bynum, Jackie Makala. The most anointed woman on earth is Rosemont Anaba. And the reason is this. The reason is this. Ramti, I know her. I know her. I know what she would do with money. I know what she would do with time. I know what she would do with somebody's pain. I know what she would do with my own pain. I know what she would do. That is the most anointed person. You don't know the most anointed person on a stage. Listen. The woman who led people, a whole city, to go and see Jesus was not a woman who saw him working miracles. It was a woman who met him at the well of Sychar and sat close with him, interacted with him, felt him up close and went and told everybody, now, this is the Messiah. Am I preaching? I'm still on point one. The Lord told me, stay on course. Don't follow the wind blowing around you. Receive the sevenfold spirit of God. Don't look at men of God on the stage and you want to be like them. A man of God is not a stage showpiece. What do they call that thing? Those things like toys that were clothing in store. Mannequin or mannequin. One day I went to a shop and I wanted to buy shorts. 
and a mannequin was wearing the shorts. I asked the people, I said, I want XXL. They said, sir, the only XXL. No, they said it's finished. I looked at the mannequin and the mannequin was my size. So I said, what about this thing? What about the one this one is wearing? They say, oh, it's on display. And the thing is mannequin. I say, I know. Remove it from him. And put it on a human being. I will buy it like that. They had to go up and undress the thing. And give me the shorts. Because you know, Pastor me. I don't understand no. That I want something you won't give me. You forgive me the thing. Otherwise, I no go leave. No, me and you. We will wrestle until I get what I want. The men laughed. They said, we never get this. I said, you got it. You heard it now. They undressed the thing. They packaged it. They gave it to me. I went to the hotel. You don't see that. I said, I'm a human being. I deserve that shorts more than mannequin. If you want to know real anointing, stop looking at display in the shop and in the church. Go close. That is why it's better to follow your pastor who you know than a stranger who looks very anointed. Oh me, all I want is healing. All I want is deliverance. I only want the demon to leave. But you don't know the carrier of the power. Can you say all you want is malt? What about the cup is dirty? So it's not just malt you need. You need malt in a clean so, what did I say? Principal spices. Let me jump to verse two, number two and let me try and see if I can finish this thing fast. Number two, the man that was used was to be pure. Go back to the verse because you see, when they are reading it from the verse, they will understand it better. So, put the verse and then when you realize I'm talking, you can then put my text on. Take that also unto thee. Everybody say principal spices. So the principal spices refer to all the sevenfold characteristics of the Holy Spirit we are talking about. The wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding and the might and the counsel and so on and so forth. And he said, and of pure man, everybody say pure man. Pure man. 500 shekels. So the second thing about the anointing he used the word pure because anointing must be pure. Free from exaggeration. Free from hypocrisy. If you don't see an angel, don't say you saw an angel. Yeah. I heard Benny Hinn say he was praying and Jesus came into the building and you two, you were praying and you saw a wall gecko on the wall and say, yes, I'm in a Hosare. Jesus has come. Welcome. What you just saw is not Jesus. So no exaggeration, no lying. Don't mix the anointing with sin. There is something about sin. You will do many things about sin and it won't go away. In fact, even if God will forgive you, it will not go away just like that. Oh, even if I fornicate, God will forgive me. It's not as easy as that. God will forgive you. Oh, that thing will follow you. Anytime you see that same woman or man, you are saying, what did I do? What did I do? The biggest record you can get in life 
is a record of holiness. Record of holiness. That you are living your life and you are living clean. No lies. Who shall ascend into the heel of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing of the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. May God help you to be pure. Pure. No lies. No exaggeration. No sin. No iniquity. No covetousness. Not taking things that don't belong to you. You are not a thief. You are not a liar. You are not a hypocrite. But you are righteous. You are pure. May you receive pure man. May your anointing be pure. 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 Give me the verse. Because I'm going. And a pure man. 500 shekels. Sweet cinnamon, half so much, that is 250 shekels. And of sweet calamus, 250 shekels. Verse 24. And of cassia, 500 shekels. After the shekel of the sanctuary, and of oil and him, the olive oil is on him, that is a gallon. Now, I'm going to the third one. And the third one is this. Give me the third one. The third one is sweet cinnamon and sweet calabos. Everybody says sweet. I want everybody to say sweet. Oh, the anointing is sweet. It is agreeable and desirable. Sweetness is the opposite of bitterness, offensiveness, and torment. This is the reason why people are drawn to the anointing. When you are truly anointed, people want to come to you. Ladies and gentlemen, if you carry an anointing and you turn around and there are no people around the anointing, you should be worried. Get very worried when you are anointed but people don't want to come around. You know one of my happiest moments when I get into a plane or I'm going near a bus or I'm walking in town. And I see even unbelievers. Hey, Reverend, can I take a picture with you? Reverend, how are you? Yeah, I'm happy to see you. The other day I was going to do an EA meeting. A woman was bringing her child, baby, to the EA meeting. When she saw me at the car park. Oh, oh daddy, I've seen you. Oh, oh daddy, ah, can you take a picture with my child? Can you take a picture with me? I was happy that I'm an anointed person who doesn't look like Dodo or Kakai. And people want to run away from you. What kind of anointing is this? But you know what people, when you are truly anointed, it attracts people. And that attraction should not be only admiration, it should also be trust. You can trust. And that one, you know what? The more you are anointed, you should be able to believe God for trust. That when you stand in front of people and you are receiving an offering, they will not believe and think that you are receiving this offering because of yourself. If after all the offerings you've given in this church, after all the blessings people have given to us from the world, if people come to Bogatanga and they don't see something like this, and I give them an excuse that the land is a poor land. 
They cannot trust me. But I want a situation where they will come and when they see it, they say, oh no. We think these people have done more with the money we give them. They've done more with the money we give them. That is trust. You know, you know, something about you should attract people. That is why when you are even anointed, you must learn even how to smile. When you are preaching, stop and bond with the people. I like something my daughter Giftianti says. Giftianti says, Daddy, you know, Giftianti asked somebody, Do you know Pastor Isu? And the person said, Oh, yeah, he's my daddy. And he's my very good friend. Then Gifty said, That man is a specialist in making 3,000 people. Every one of them will feel they are special. There's a way I do it. When I'm preaching, I open my eyes. I don't look on the ground. I look into people's eyes. And by the grace of God, God has given me big eyes. So he said, don't hide them. So I go, bam. You know what? Use your anointing to make more friends than enemies. Yes, I'm anointed. Whether people like me or not, I don't care. What is the point in selling kenke if people don't like it? They won't buy the kenke. You are anointed. But if people don't like you, they will not patronize your anointing. Is that what you want? Oh, even the younger pastors in this church. I pray that anytime you have the opportunity to be, to come to church, the church will be full. The church will be full. You know, Reverend Ojo, by the grace of God, when I was a church member, I was not even a pastor in Baptist church here in Borga. Those who are in Baptist church know that when Brother Eastwood was a preacher, though I was not a pastor, the church will be full. Everybody also knows in that church I brought in those days about two thirds of the members of the church to the church. Because you see, my life by the grace of God attracts people. So wherever I go, I carry people. The good, the bad, the ugly. All of them will follow me to the church. So I pray for the younger ones in the church. People like William Anaba, people like, um, what is the name? Um, Aaron, people like um, Justice Enning, people like uh, uh, um, Chris Isaka, and what is the name of the other powerful one who preaches well? The one with the fear beard. What's his name? The one with the beard that comes like this. Jackson. I pray that anytime any of you get the microphone, may your presence alone attract people and fill the church. Oh, you didn't say the amen well. I pray. I pray. That when you are leading an all night prayer, people will not like to sleep. Because you see, in those days, it was my all night that filled the church. Because I was the revivalist. And I understood my role. And I pray that you, the pastor's wife, anytime you preach, people will tell your husband to go on retirement. One of our church members came to me and said, Daddy, Mommy preaches better than you. I said, mm. Then I said in my head, thunder fire your head. But I said, why, why does mommy preach better than me? He said, yeah, you know, <coughs> mommy goes straight to the point. And then she also doesn't make us feel bad. But you, when you pick the microphone, 
We don't know whether to sit, run, stand. We don't know what to do. But you see, for such a man, the preaching of mommy brings him to church. If it was only me alone, he would run away. A man met, in the, met me in the plane, came and shook my hand. He said, Reverend Zood, I've been watching you and your wife on TV. But do you know your wife is a better preacher than you? I said, I said, eh. I said it in my head. Then the man was going and the Holy Ghost gave him common sense. So he came back. He said, anyway, but I know you've been making small, small contribution to her preaching. I said in my head, now you are talking. But you see, this woman is anointed and the anointing is a sweet anointing. Do you understand? <laughs> Mommy attracts people. And what I like about the attraction she attracts people is simple people. And see the people around her. They are not sophisticated people. Of her simple people. Hallelujah. And I know a lot of you came to this conference because you wanted to come to mommy. You knew that this is mommy's call. Mommy is calling you to Bogatanga and you came. And we thank God for you. We love you. We appreciate you in the name of Jesus. And I believe that this woman is a perfect standard of who a pastor's wife should be. When she got up in the morning to die, she was coming to preach. But the first thing she mentioned to me was my breakfast. She didn't get up in the morning walking about in the room. So, 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 Even my little sleep, she has woken me up. Then I said, woman, why are you jumping about like this? I feel the fire. I feel the fire. Such a woman, I'll call fire service. Well, sorry, instead of thinking about your husband's breakfast, you are saying fire, 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 fire. Listen, no matter how anointed you are or prayerful, make time for your husband. Your anointing must be sweet. Oh, Jesus, sweet anointing, sweet anointing. When you are preaching the word, people don't want you to stop. When you are ministering to people, they want to receive it. When you are sitting down, people want to come to you. They are not running away from you. Pastor's wife, people want to come to you. Lady, people want to come to you. They are not thinking about how to run away from you. So sweet cinnamon, sweet carbs. And then number four, you will see that these spices are of various weights. 500 shekels of men. 250 shekels of calamus. 250 shekels of cinnamon. 500 shekels of cassia. One gallon of olive oil. The weights were specified. What God is like now, the weight of the man 
is bigger than the weight of the cinnamon. And the weight of the cassia is bigger than the weight of the cinnamon. That means in the kingdom, the weights are not the same. The weights are not what? The same. So they may bring Chris Isakai here. He preaches powerfully. But Chris Isakai and Pastor Livingston are not the same. One is 500 shekels. The other one is 20 shekels. In the kingdom, there are weights. In the anointings, there are weights. 500 shekels. Others are 250. Some are one gallon. May God help you to know your weight. So if your husband is the associate pastor, don't force him to be the senior pastor. Yeah, you are the same. That who preach here, cry, yours was more powerful. Who are them who me? Now preaching, your your scale I did way. Different ways. Number five. Several spices were used to compound the anointing oil. Several spices. The beauty of the anointing is revealed in the blending of individual gifts and spirit controlled temperaments that operate at a given time. Individual gifts. There are different gifts. I will give you an example. I just told you that there's no way I will write something. And if I have time, I will not let Brother Aaron read through it before I send it. He has become like my second eye when I'm reading through something. I remember last year when I wrote the love formula. And I wanted to publish it. Towards the end, I could not proofread anything. So I sent Aaron an email. I said, Aaron, from now, you are shepherding this book to the end of production. Because I cannot even read a letter. And I'm not going to read anything until the book is published. And when I was typing the letter to him from New York, I was crying. I cried and I typed it. And when I finished, I closed the computer. And my son shepherded the book to the finishing line. That is his gift. Let me tell you people, there are times a person needs you. When I finish preaching and I walk into my office at the back there, when Ernest Golo is not there. I'm confused. Because he knows what to do with me when I enter there. It's not just anybody who can follow me. Everybody and your gift. And I pray today, if your gift is cassia, calamus, cinnamon, man, hen of oil, may you appreciate your gift. Can you imagine that cinnamon says, I don't want to be cinnamon. I want to be oil. The whole of the anointed oil cannot be oil. There must be spices and the spices are different. Oh, be an enemy. 